Welcome to Lucas, excuse me, Ellie Media and the Smoke This Over podcast proudly presents to you the Smokers Lounge, hosted by, powered by, hosted by, whatever you want to call it, by Anchor, the perfect app for you to start your own podcast if there's something that you want to do from your phone. Easy. Even a teenager, a blithering idiot can do this shit. I'm not a blithering idiot. But anyway, welcome to the Smokers Lounge. Uh, like I said, this is my second podcast. My main podcast, which is Smoke This Over Podcast, which is on Podbean. We'll be back soon as I can get the, uh, <laughs> as soon as I can get the, uh, equipment to do it to the fullest like I would like to do it. But for right now, I'm giving you the Smokers Lounge. Now, the difference between the two is that the Smokers Lounge is me going in depth about a subject that I might be passionate about, that I feel I want to talk about, whatever have you. The past couple of episodes, I talked about adult film. I talked about the music industry. Well, today is going to be something a little bit different. This is going to be entitled the political bully. <laughs> so, before we get started, let's go. Let's let's go into the introduction, shall we? All right. My name is Kavanaugh, aka the Porn Rap Star. I'm a rapper who does adult film. I began doing. I began rapping in the late '90s. I started doing adult film in the early 2000s. I've been in this business 15 years, the music business even longer. So I am technically male talent, semi-retired per se, Um, right now looking to do more behind the camera. So yes, I do both music as well as porn. So with that being said, if you want to see my music, if you want to see my porn, go to all my links dot com backslash porn rap star. The link will be in the description. All my links dot com backslash porn rap star. You I have sales right now going on uh, for my interracial site, Black Bull Sessions. You have the ultimate fan discount. You can get a year subscription for 80 percent off. So that means for what you would pay for a monthly subscription for some of these sites, For 30 days, you can get a whole year for that same price. Think about that. And that's Black Bull Sessions. Um, My mini vids, BCM Triple X mini vids, I'm having a 50% sale, which is pretty much all year long. Over 140 videos right now on discount. Plus, there'll be other sales that will happen, so trust me on that. Be on the lookout for that. Um, Also, you can see my free porn. You can see my X videos channel. You could also check out my X hamster premium, my clips for sale store, which has over 400 clips. 6,000 hours of content is on my bcntriplex.c4slive.com, as well as my bcntriplex amateurs. Dot com, which is powered by 
Carmel Entertainment. And check out, shouts out to Carmel Entertainment, Ty Stokes, and the wonderful, his wife, and the queen of Carmel Entertainment. I'm talking about Mocha Ecstasy. And check out their superstore called the, uh, the Carmel Entertainment, entertainment.com, ent.com. Um, it's their super site where you can get access for one nice price to five different sites. LaylaEverwent.com, uh, DiamondInTheRough.com, DMVHeadCrew.com, as well as LaAmateurs.com, as well as Mocha Ecstasy, her personal site. So go check that out, CarmelyENT.com. So also, I forgot to say something about my music. Yes, I got singles that's out now, Dummy, Get In Where You Fit In, uh, Price, produced by DJ Payne, the same man that produced many of your favorite rappers such as Drake and J. Cole. Um, I have a Reverb Nation. I have a SoundCloud. I'm on Spotify. Go to allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star to find my music links as well. Everything is there, allmylinks.com. And shout out to allmylinks.com because, ladies, if you got so much shit, sites, social media, what have you, get an allmylinks.com profile where you can put all your links in one spot and you ain't got to sit here and promote every link unless you just want to. Okay. Now, what we're getting into today is the political bullying. Now, what I'm talking about, as everyone knows, I talk about politics. I pay attention to politics, studied a little bit in college. I actually went, won an award where I got the opportunity to go to D.C. And I met uh, David Price and Jesse Helms. And for me, Jesse Helms made me want to really pay attention to politics because that's one of the racist bastards that I've ever seen in my life. But anyway, as you know, we have a new president. The new president-elect is Joe Biden. And we had, for the past couple of weeks, days, and a month, the president is going out, 45, a.k.a. Donald Trump, basically doing everything he can to burn the house down before he leaves. He's tried every way he could possibly go to try to upend an election, which he clearly lost fair and square. He also had been spouting, of course, you know, absurdity saying that the election was rigged. It was fraud. It was stolen. Order to steal. Um, he done a lot, to be honest with you. A lot. Now, what's interesting is, which I'm going to go into, is layers and levels in this shit so people can understand this. Because I think the problem is with the news, and I tell people the news is they give you the facts and then they tell you what you need to think and what you want to think. No, what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm letting you know this is my opinion upon things, but also based upon facts, because I look at the totality of everything that happens. I just don't look at one piece. And that's the problem with the world. Instead of us looking at the whole picture, no, we want to look at that one piece of the picture that we like. Okay? Now, Trump is basically 
been trying to turn get the election overturned. Um, I discussed this on the other podcast, Smoke This Over, on more than one occasion. I even talked about this on YouTube. So I'm not going to rehash all that to a certain extent. I really don't really want to go down the line with it. But recently, he made a phone call similar to that of the Ukrainian phone call to Georgia. Taped. Got him on tape. Basically, bullying, threatening, trying to force the Attorney General of Governor, I mean, uh, of Georgia, which is a Republican, to find him 11,000 votes for him to overturn the election. He thought of everything you could think of to talk about. Basically, if it said that it, it, they can get sued, they can go to jail, the whole nine. Also add to the mix that you have a Senate runoff that's is tomorrow. <laughs> Which I'm going to get to that in a second. Now, the comedy of today was the guy who was under the, I think, uh, Attorney General. I, I don't even know who he is. He looked like one of the, the, the old film critics uh, that I used to watch back in the day. <laughs> and um, he basically was on TV, did a press conference based off of this conversation, this phone call that 45 made to his boss. Basically debunking everything that was discussed in that phone call and at the same token pleading with the state of Georgia to come out and vote. Now, what people are not getting or understanding on what's happening is that 45 is basically trying to, how can I put this? He knows everything that he's doing is futile. He's not going to overturn the election. What this is about for him is solidifying his power and his place and divide the Republican Party to where you have the Trumpicans and the Republicans. The Rep- Trump's base is bigger and, and is stronger than that of the GOP. Actually, his party is bigger than that of the GOP as it is. As you can see, many of the people in the House and the Senate is actually going to object, I think, two days from now, I think this coming Wednesday, is going to object to the results of the election to where it's not going to overturn it no matter what, but just to do it, not because there's merit, not because there's evidence, because they're trying to appease the guy who they feel is going to be the major player and the boss 
in the Republican Party. Now, if we were in a third world country, we might be in the midst of the beginning of a civil war, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to think about that for a second. Because, first of all, let's look at it. Trump supporters are really the, are willing to go to arms. They've proven that. They have protested with guns. Think about what happened in Michigan. Think about the Proud Boys with the shit they've been saying. The type of people that actually support Trump, which is actually over 60% of the Republican Party. So a lot of these guys are seeing the writing on the wall that if I'm going to be on the right side of the issue, I think I might be on the side of Trump because he might be the guy that's going to take over the Republican Party, going to lead the Republican Party. Now, mind you, he would be no longer president. So in essence, the leader of the Republican Party will become McConnell. But people are looking at McConnell as weak. And they're looking at Trump. Think about all the AGs that met with Trump. They're going to be in two years. There's going to be elections coming up. And some of them states... <laughs> Yeah, I want you to think about it. Some of them states are some of the Republicans that's probably not on his, that, that they are looking at the fact that these AGs might be about to run. So they may have to, basically, how can I put this? They may have to, what's what I'm looking for? <laughs> yeah, oh, they may, it, they may have to take that into account because AG's next in line anyway. You think about it. The senator, they said, yeah, the, the AG in Kentucky, that, that was, his boss was McConnell. So it makes sense. It's natural succession when it comes to the politics. When it comes to moving up the ladder in politics. You feel me? Because at the end of the day, what people are not understanding is that those senators saw that meeting. So all these senators, as well as 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 representatives in the Republican Party, saw that meeting, saw how they all backed him. Guess what? Some of these fuckers is in my damn state. Some of these motherfuckers might come from my my seat. Some of these motherfuckers might want to run against me. So now. I got to fend them off as well as a Democrat. Better to be on the right side of history. That's what they're thinking. They're not thinking about history as in this moment. No, they're talking about history as far as future of the Republican Party because in a lot of these people's mind, Trump is the future. Whether he's going to run in 2024 or he's going to give them the candidate that they can get behind. So, so, <laughs> that's why I say it's funny when you sit back and you look at everything. Because it's kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're just like, what the, what the blivering shit? You know, what the fuck is going on with this? This is crazy. So, so like I said, so, 
Trump has pretty much a grip on the Republican Party in many ways. Um, McConnell is begging these guys not to do this fiasco that's going to happen Wednesday because he is like, put it this way. If they do it, let me explain to you why McConnell give a shit. It makes him look weak as a leader. That means that Trump is officially the leader of the Republican Party. For the past couple of years, McConnell had no challenge. What the fuck? I mean, honestly, who else challenged him? But now, because Trump is looking, thinking long game with the Republican Party, guess what? Now he's calling out. Now he's making people to call out McConnell. He's making people want to call out McConnell now. So McConnell's like, please don't do this. Many of the other Republicans say, please don't do this. But McConnell is two, two sides because, one, he wants to uphold the Constitution, but at the same token, he wants to show that he still has a firm grip on the Republican Party, whether they're a minority or majority after this election. So I want people to really think on that. I want people to understand that. That right now there's a split that's beginning in the Republican Party. And it's going to be way uglier, way bloodier than anything that they talk about with the Democrats. Because it's two people that's running the party now. And the GOP is became smaller. Now, let me say you tell you this. The Republicans got no one to blame but themselves. They had moments and opportunities to get in his face, shut Trump down, do what they need to do. They chose not to. They wanted to make a deal with the devil. They wanted to play with the devil, and the devil done fucked them in the ass. With no Vaseline, no lube. With a broomstick with, with spikes. It's painful, ladies and gentlemen. It's painful. So, yo... I'm going to stop the conversation for a second. And um, let me tell you about some things that y'all need to check out or what have you, most definitely. Uh, I am on Anchor. This is a wonderful app for anybody that wants to do the podcast thing. Do you want to do the podcast? You feel what I'm saying? Whatever it is you're doing it for fun, whether you're trying to make money or what have you, and you don't have the money to get the right equipment. You don't have the money to get the tight mic. You don't have the money to, to get the, the... Guess what you can do? If you got an Android, if you got an iPhone, you got an iPad, what have you, download the Anchor app. It's perfect. You can do it from your phone. You don't ever have to have a headphone. I have one, but you don't ever have to have a headphone. And it's free. And they will distribute your podcast on different pod networks. See, Podbean for me to to really take advantage of Podbean, even though I love Podbean, I have to pay. I have to actually pay a monthly fee, $14 a year. But with Anchor, you don't have to pay shit. It's completely free. So go download Anchor, okay? Also, go check out, speaking about Podbean, go check out, I mean, we were speaking about the other podcast, which is on Podbean. 
Go check out Smoke This Over the podcast. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's on iHeart. It's everywhere. Okay, you can you. It's wherever a podcast is that you can stream it. You can stream it. It's on Audio Mac. You can listen to the first seven episodes right now on Audio Mac. So once again, all I'm saying is, look. <laughs> Go check out my other podcast, Smoke This Over. Let me tell you what you get with. You can hear some of my music. You can hear the theme song, Listen. You can hear Dummy. You can hear some of my old stuff, my new stuff, you know, period. Plus, I talk about multiple things. You know, I do movie reviews. Uh, I talk about celebrity gossip shit that I didn't hear from the bloggers or what have you. So it's two hours is in depth. And trust me, you enjoy it. If you enjoy the Smokers Lounge, you're going to enjoy Smoke This Over the Podcast. Okay. Also, um, check out my TikTok, Porn Rap Star. Go follow me on Twitter at Kavanaugh. 34. Actually, you can find all this on my allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Period. Even my fat life for even you freaky people. So now, now let's get to the what ifs. Now, my prediction is that I think that the Democrats will control the Senate. Wouldn't be surprised if Republican win because, well, like I always said this, it's very rare. We might vote for a new president, but these fuckers would not vote for a new senator. So we'll see. For what I understand, what was alert to me that the two Democrats are ahead by at least one point, which is a good thing in my opinion because them being ahead by one point gives them a chance walking in. Because people must understand, if the trend holds true, Georgia was red at the beginning of the night. By the end of the night, it turned blue. That's why Georgia became into question. That's how Biden won. So, even though there was a lot of Trumpers, there was a lot more Democrats. If the Democrats came out like they did election night for Biden for these other two candidates, the Republicans will not hold the Senate. Now, let's say the Democrats win. What will happen? Well, the split that's in the Republican Party, this, even though it was going to be a split, it was going to be a splinter, it was going to, it's going to become a full-blown civil war within the party. The split is going to be quick. It's going to be hard. It's going to be deep. Because, one, the leaders of the GOP, such as McConnell and many of those fuck, many of those fuckers, especially the ones, some of the ones that actually are going to sit here and protest the election results are going to be pissed because guess what? They lost power in the government completely because understand this you have democratic president you have a democratic house now if you have a democratic senate that means everything biden wants to do he can do actually unopposed 
because the Republicans will be in the majority. So Mitch McConnell, who was the minority leader, will now become, excuse me, was the majority leader, will now become the minority leader, which means that he really don't have much power because their voting power is completely null and void. So hypothetically speaking, let's say if they did want to add more seats to the Supreme Court, guess what? The Republicans can't stop it. Now, why is the split going to be even more? Because they are going to blame Trump for the loss. They're going to blame the fact that he screamed that the election was stolen. He's going to, the fact that he told his people that the election was fraud. The phone call, the whole nine, which I'll get to the phone call in a minute again. Everything that he has done, even to having Republicans sit here and contest the election on the eve, the presidential election on the eve of a Senate race election, they're going to blame Trump. They're going to look at Trump. They're going to be pissed off at Trump. They're, McConnell's job for the next four years, this goes down, ladies and gentlemen, is not to upend Biden because he would not be able to do that anymore. But it will be to basically take down Trump and get his ass the fuck out of the Republican Party. Now, at some point, I'll explain to you how the Republican can do that, but let's move a little bit further before I get to that. I got a second before I get to that. When you look at all this, the problem is, is that what I'm trying to say. Uh, try and get the words for this. They're going to blame this man because they're going to look at this. If he, because one, let me explain to you why they're going to blame him. And for all you people that might be Trumpers, they vote for Trump. that listen to my show. Understand this. I have no issue with you. I just have issue with the dumb Trumpers. You can vote for who you want to support who you want to. But be a gracious loser at the same token, it, it, don't be an asshole. That's the difference. Now, Trump controls 68% of 68% of the Republican base. That means, and my and Add to it, he had the second most votes in the history of this country in a losing effort. So that means that basically, oh, and your people follow you in a cult-like manner. So that means what you say, they believe, they take, they do. Plus, add to it, Trump has the backing of many media outlets such as Fox News. So not only was you the leader of the party, not only do you have the most people in the party supporting you, you did not convince them to go win this Senate race. You did not convince them to go out 
and vote so the Republican Party can stay in power for the Senate because this is not about the Republican Party. This is about Trump's power in the Republican Party, meaning I can get two shits about the GOP. I'm about to become the Republican Party. That's his thought process. They're going to be mad because they said that you preaching that this was a fraudulent election. If you conceded, if you had said, I've lost fairly, if you did what every president before you would probably after you has done, will do or have done, we might would have won this election. That's what they're going to say. You screaming the election is fraud costs the election. You not conceding costs the election. The way you handled the coronavirus after the fact, after you lost the election, costs the election. So they're going to point their finger at Trump. They're going to look at Trump and they're going to blame Trump. Now, now there will be guys and where have you both places, the House and the Senate, that will probably still back Trump no matter what because they feel that he is the future big power or what have you. And like I said before, the only reason why many of these motherfuckers back Trump, many of these, because they're looking looking at it as if I want to stay elected, Trump has a lot of Trumpers in my district. Let me kiss his, kiss his orange ass. I, I you know, I, I mean, I know what they law. I, I know Trump laws, but uh, you know, you, you, my name's the neighbors of Trumper, man. You, you think I want that crazy motherfucker to be shooting at me? No, no, no. I, I, the, the, fuck Biden. I'm thinking about my political future. That's how they're thinking. That's how they're thinking. That's their mind state. It's not about the Republican Party. It's about let me back Trump, King Trump. Now, like I said before, this was if if this was a third world country, we was in South America or something, or it was in Jamaica, dude, this would be goddamn guns blazing, everybody fighting, everybody shooting. Because this is the kind of shit that causes a civil war. And the reason why I say this is because you have a, understand this, it ain't that people are following a belief or idea, they're following an actual factual man, which is Trump. It's not, it, it, let me think about this. We had Republican presidents lose before. And we never had people that sat there, got out their house, jumped in their pickup truck, grabbed the a a flag with the name of that candidate with AR-16s, and they are all gathered together in front of a elected official's house of their state saying still the order to steal. The order to steal. Think about that. Why in the world you think the Civil War happened? A bunch of states 
didn't agree with the North. They said, fuck that, we're conceding. Lucky for us, we don't have the problem states doing that shit. And what if this movement grows? What if this becomes more fanatical? See, this is what I'm saying. If anything, this is going to make us look at the presidency a little bit differently. And, and in this situation, who we put in that seat, we're going to look at how we do that moving forward. Trust me on that. It's going to be a lot of changes in this decade alone to the government, to the presidency, because of Trump. Trump will go down history as the worst president but he's going to go down in history as the president that defined the presidency as in we had to change how this shit works. Just in case. Because the whole point is we don't want a fanatical motherfucker like that to get back in office again. This dude still ain't conceded. This dude is still trying to find ways to upend the election. Think about that for a second. He hasn't stopped. He probably still do it at the same time, fight to keep his ass out of jail when he deals with the Southern District of New York. That's another conversation for another day. So the Republican Party, they have to somehow turn the tide to where Trump loses power. Now, let me tell you how that's going to happen. I think it's two ways that that will happen. It either both is going to happen at the same time or one. The Republican Party needs a candidate. One, well, three things. One, they need new blood in there. McConnell needs to go. Many same thing with the Democratic Party, but when it comes to the Republican Party, it's even more evident because of what happened in this election and the fact that what happened when it came to Trump. Because they never wanted the Republican Party to be a Trump, wanted to be based off of Trumpism. And that's where it's heading. Trumpism. Which is basically fuck the Constitution. Because that phone call he did was a fuck the Constitution. That phone call he did was illegal. The same illegal shit that he did with the Ukraine. But guess what, Republicans... Because y'all didn't want to remove this motherfucker. Now, guess what? He's gone anyway. But guess what? He just basically proved what everyone was saying. He did it again. Oh, and by the way, he basically took the party from you fuckers. It's his party now. <laughs> but how they get it back? Well, one, they need new blood in this. They need a new leader. Not necessarily young, but new. One that is the ideals of what the GOP wants to be, should be, period. And what I think it is, yes, we're conservative, but we're willing to budge. Yes, we're conservative, but we understand Times are changing. That's one. Because you want to know what draw the people to Trump? Because he was because he was radical, crazy, and stupid. 
He said what he felt and didn't give a shit about was unapologetic. And he tapped into the divide of this country that was underlined and nobody wanted to look at and everybody was scared to pull the cover off of. That racially we're fucked up in this country. And until we correct that, our country will never be right. And that's just being honest. Because the racial divide is actually based off of money. But that's another conversation for another day. Now, they need a new candidate. They need a new leader. A new guy that they can get behind. That can, that's just charismatic. But in the good way, that can go toe-to-toe with Trump. The reason why younger, because Trump is old as dirt. He may not make it in the next four years. We don't know. The man is down there pushing 80. So let's go with it. The other part is if the Southern District of New York is able to stymie him legally, meaning that they got so much juicy shit, this nigga more worried about going to jail than he is worried about trying to take over the Republican Party. And the third thing is Biden and Democrats. If they do their part these next four years, actually in the first two years, they ain't got to worry about the Republican Party because they're going to win, but they're going to win the next, next three elections which includes the next presidential election. But the Republicans want a chance to get their party back. They have to find somebody that's going to energize the whole Republican party that is not Trump, that people can get behind. And the sad part is it has to be a new face because the swamp that he was saying he was draining then became more full, had more alligators, now add in some dragons and some snakes <laughs> and some sharks and the Loch Ness Monster to boot. The people that was the epitome of the Republican Party now became Trumpers. Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham. I ain't go down the list. So, trust me, if this Senate race happens to go the way that it goes, you, it's about to get very ugly in the Republican Party. Now, if the Republican Party happens to win, it's not going to hold well for the Democrats because a lot of shit that Biden's going to try to do is going to get ate up because they're going to try to do everything to thump his ass about it there. But I have a strange suspicion that this Democratic that the Democrats will win the runoff and will get majority. For some apparent reason, I just got that feeling. Because Trump has done so much damage to the Republican Party and to the integrity of the election amongst the Republicans that it might have just cost them the one thing that they knew they would never, ever lose majority in the Senate. And people do not understand that it's powerful. That means if my president is not a Republican, I can block whatever the fuck he want to do. Because the Senate means more than the House.
If you don't believe me, think about it. You can be impeached in the House, but the Senate makes a decision on whether your ass is coming to fuck about that White House. So which is more important? <laughs> yeah. You want to know why? You want to know the reason why Clinton was not was not removed? Because he had a Democratic Senate. If he had a Republican Senate, we'd be talking about the first ever president removed from office was Clinton. If there was a Democratic Senate, the first president ever removed from office would have been Trump. So. So, yeah, people, if you in Georgia, you happen to hear this, go vote. I don't care if you're Republican or you're Democrat, go vote. The vote is not rigged. The vote, our process is good. It's just because it was mail-in balloting, people wasn't used to that. It was new. People wasn't used to the mail-in balloting. Now watch how things run smooth in the next election. Watch how things run smooth in this runoff. Good or bad, win or loss, whoever win or lose, it doesn't matter. I guarantee you, watch how everything come quicker because you want to know why? Everybody's going to bring their asses down there to go vote. Very few mail-in elect, uh Well, they might do some mail-ins, but I don't think to the level of what the presidential election will be. Do I think mail-in ballots will make a return in the next one? Oh, yes, for sure. For sure. Because what's going to happen this decade? The world going to become more convenient for us humans. Trust and believe. So, I got to run. I enjoy talking to y'all. I, I, I love doing these podcasts. I love doing this shit. Like I said, remember... This is the smoker's lounge. So this is for you to sit back, light your blunt, drink your beer, put on your headphones or what have you on your phone. You can even play this. You, you can play this on your on your uh, laptop, your iPad. Yeah. It's a site. Anchor.fm. Yeah. So either way. I want to say thank you to everybody that's been listening. Thank you for the people that have been supporting. Uh, this, new, this new year has been starting off real good. And I'm enjoying myself with this. So let me end it like I always do. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of experience? You haven't learned anything. Smoke that over. Talk to you later.